Can, can I bust in with a fact, with a fun fact? No, no, yeah. this what? is not your episode. This is not, this is not your episode. No, it's not, it's not his episode. Don't, don't allow him because then he'll make a habit out of it. I'm allowing it. Oh my God. <laughs> we <laughs> live together. I'm allowing like, it. You, don't feed a straight cat because then I'll never leave. That's what Zach is with knowledge. A straight cat. <laughs> Ashton Zach are super smart. They went to college and learned a bunch of stuff. And Bo and Andrew didn't go to college because that's just the way life goes sometimes. What happens when you put them together and you try to make them learn? Grab your friends, let's listen together on Get Dumped On and Info Dump Podcast. <laughs> Hey guys, Andrew here. Just a quick heads up. In classic Bo fashion, he accidentally chose his webcam microphone for his primary source of recording on this for the first five minutes of this podcast. So that's why he sounds the way he is for the next five minutes. But it also makes it kind of hilarious because he does the intro and it's just all kind of wacky and crazy. So just a heads up. Enjoy the episode. We'll see you in about 10 seconds. Three, two, one, go. Happy Thanksgiving, Pilgrims! <laughs> Welcome to the Get Dumped On Podcast! With me, your favorite member of the crew, Bo! Say hi! How you doing? God, everyone got to my left! We got Andrew! Andrew, say hi! I've never stood to the left of you, you know this. Shut the fuck up and say hi. <laughs> hi. Wait, 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 am I supposed to shut doing? the fuck up or am I supposed to say hi? <laughs> Do as you're told. <laughs> and, then, and, and then to my right, we got Zach. Zach, tell the people that you're here. Say hey. Hey. Aren't we technically both to your right? Because you're Shut we're all to your right up. because you're on the west coast and we're on the east coast. <laughs> look, look, I don't make the rules. Such as this character awesome. is. It's like Gilbert Gottfried I'm confused. at a roast. <laughs> but what also like a little bit of a pirate. Every time anyone talks, like, Shut the fuck up. <laughs> and our ghost that's gracing us today is Ash. Ash. Say hi. Explode. And hi. tell the people what we're gonna be talking about today. We're talking about Jesus. Thanksgiving because it's Thanksgiving time. I fucking Thanksgiving. love Thanksgiving. <laughs> Shut the oh, fuck up. <laughs> I hope your neighbors hear you. I like the windows are open and your neighbors are hearing you right now. <laughs> Who's that strange man at Bo's house? I gotta go! I hope you guys enjoy your podcast! I'm sure this is so awesome to listen to. (laughs) Oh my god, it hurts. It hurt. It sounds like it hurts. It sounds like it hurts. Like the Most back of good feedback when Bo does his intros, people like those more. So <laughs> the back yeah. of the, the back of my head hurts, like behind my ears. Strain. <laughs> like I put. I put. Does that mean you're about to have a, the blood you know, rushing you your stroke? Head. Yeah, I think the blood is rushing to my head, and not that head. You know what I'm saying? Hey, let's give it up. What are we? Okay, okay. Hey, <laughs> live okay, aneurysm well, on the podcast. Right, we're right, talking guys. about Thanksgiving. Uh, we're going to talk about the history of Thanksgiving. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about Thanksgiving food. Um, yeah, it's going to be all about Thanksgiving because it's that time of year, um, where we celebrate (laughs) eating a bunch of food. Yay. And this episode comes out the day before Thanksgiving. So you can listen to it while driving to your, wherever you're going. Hopefully it's someone you like. Yeah. So if you're going right right now, pause it, pause it, pause it right now. It's Wednesday right now. Wait till you're going to go. Don't fucking listen to it. Just pause it and then wait till tomorrow. Wait. Hold. 
hold. No, listen to it before Thanksgiving so that you can have something to talk about on Thanksgiving in case yeah. you are awkward in social interactions. Uh, it'll or be your fresh racist in your uncle starts yeah, saying like when, racist when gets, stuff. Exactly. As soon as racist uncle starts saying racist stuff and then it gets really quiet and nobody wants to call him out on it because, you know, it's just oh, the way it is. that's why my then family gets you could quiet be like, hey, me. does anybody... <laughs> then you could be like, hey, does anybody know the, the, the Thanksgiving facts? And then Ash got you right in your ear right now. Go! Uh, well, yeah. All Unfortunately, right. there is a lot of racism in Thanksgiving. Fact. Oh, it, God damn it. Um, ah, my uncle's here. Episode's Your gonna uncle's going to love this. Sad, um, <laughs> because the history of Thanksgiving is the history of indigenous people in America. And um, yep. it's a bummer. Yeah, so we're going to talk about it. Pilgrim. But so if we're talking, if we're going to back, because I like to go back to the very beginning instances of things. Um, so if we're trying to think about the beginning, like the history of Thanksgiving when was the first Thanksgiving. What is Thanksgiving other than a feast in which you are giving thanks to either a bountiful harvest or the land or your community? Um, I don't think you can say that there was a start to that. I think that people have been doing that forever. Uh, There's a hypothesis called the feasting hypothesis, which says that domestication happened because of feast and feasts and large gatherings where people are coming together. What is the first Thanksgiving? Who knows? But American Thanksgiving is a specific stems from a specific incident. And I wanted to ask all of you, like, what was the story that you were told about Thanksgiving as a kid? Like, what did you learn in school? Do you remember? Cause I don't really, I remember making turkeys by, by drawing an outline of your hand, putting on a little piece hats of paper, on them and then cutting it out and putting them on the wall. Yeah, totally. I, I remember something along the lines of, this is very much like, you know, late nineties, early two thousands school of the Americans are great. We met with the indigenous Americans and we had a party and we were like, Hey, let's hang out. Let's be thankful for each other or whatever. And that's all I remember about like the first time that was taught. And obviously that was wrong. Bo, do you remember any specifics? I remember the lies my grandma fed me about, Oh, here's your pumpkin from Halloween. (laughs) I made pumpkin pie. I'm glad she's dead. Wait, what's wrong with pumpkin pie? Because um, his grandma would say the, these were your these were your Halloween pumpkins, and she would pretend like they were the same pumpkins that she baked into a pie. Oh yeah 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 oh, yeah. Sorry, yeah. We the went over the, Call back, call back. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah yeah yeah. I'm remembering now. Well, so what they told us in school that I remember is that the pilgrims were uh, running out of food, and that's what the, it was. Yeah, they were running out of food in their first winter or whatever, and the indigenous people came up and like took pity on them and gave them a bunch of food and they all had a big feast together and they like they taught them how to how to farm and stuff like that and they had a big feast together and then everyone was and they called it thanksgiving and then everyone was friends forever yeah everybody lived happily ever after so yeah that is the general story of what everybody gets told at least in american elementary schools that you know everybody was friends <laughs> everyone knows that American elementary schools are just centers of scholarship. Where... Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it, it's, that's not the most sanitized version that you're going to uh, teach to kids. Um, so this is the section of the podcast that I'm calling the Plymouth Feast, a.k.a. the story they tell children, but only some of it so that it seems nice and not sad. And also to justify the fact that the land we live on is stolen and built on dishonesty and racism and blood. Yay. We no, we Woo. won the we won the land. That's bullshit. We ain't gonna take that. Go us my we did country. It. Something. Jesus Christ. Wait, so we all know that's not the real story. And as much as I want this to be a fun, like what's your favorite Thanksgiving food episode, 
You can't, in good faith, talk about Thanksgiving without recognizing the atrocities that were committed against indigenous no, people. Yes, yes, so we're yes, going to talk we, about we it. Can't. We, no, we can't. We can't. We're doing we it. We can just skip it. Okay. So the people in Plymouth Colony arrived uh, on the Mayflower in the early 1600s. They were struggling to adapt to life into the Americas. Uh, they were not doing great. They were faced with hunger. People were dying. They were really bad at living in America. The people who already lived there, the Wampanoag Confederacy, didn't immediately introduce themselves to the invaders, and the colonists didn't either. The Wampanoag people had had a bad relationship with English visitors previously. They had come a few years prior, kidnapped a bunch of people to sell them into slavery. English diseases had decimated their population. It's estimated that the Wampanoag... Wait, 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 wait. Sorry. They kid... Who kidnapped who? I, the I assume I know the answer. people kidnapped Wampanoag people to sell Got them it. into slavery yeah, in England. Okay. English diseases also decimated the Wampanoag population. Uh, it's estimated that they lost about two thirds of their population during this time, which is about forty five thousand people. Um, so what the natives, the fuck? Are, the, so the natives are like me, not vaccinated. Okay, okay. And but really I'm immune pro- to diseases. I'm the problem. I'm the problem. Okay. Yeah, that goes to show you though, like how fucked up the Europeans were disease wise. They were also disgusting. They didn't bathe regularly. It was bad faith to, like, you know, be naked in front of each other so people weren't, like, taking baths because, like, communal baths were a big thing in the past, you know? Let me guess. They didn't want to be naked in front of each other because of religion. Yeah, it can't be the devil. wouldn't. I mean, the God wouldn't like it, and you don't want to appease the devil, so. And then they got (laughs) sicky and gross and yucky. Yeah, and they didn't brush their teeth, and it was bad. And so they had really low population numbers. So they were finding it difficult to fight off the Wampanoag people were finding it difficult to fight off their enemies that were to the west which was the rival Narragansett group uh so the leader of the time uh of the Wampanoag confederacy the title is Massasoit and his name was Osamaquin a lot of people called him Massasoit but his name is Osamaquin because they didn't understand that 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 Massasoit is just a designating the leader of the group and they thought that was his name but his name was Osamaquin and the way I see it Osamaquin who was the leader of this group, was really stuck between a rock and a hard place. He had enemies to the West, the Narragansett people, who were subjugating his people. They were forcing them to pay tribute taxes. And then he had enemies to the East, who were kidnapping his people and bringing diseases and making their home on his land. Jesus. Like, getting it from both sides. Yeah, so... the, Mm -hmm. the, The question comes up sometimes, and especially when I was researching this, like, why would he have done what he did, which is enter into a peace treaty with the Plymouth colonists... Most people come to the agreement that, you know, it's kind of between a rock and a hard place. I'd say it's a smart move. Like, be like, hey, don't fuck with me, bro. And so that's what he did. He sent a man named Samoset uh, as an emissary to enter into negotiations with the English. During the negotiations, a man named Tisenquam acted as a translator. And Tisquantum. And Tisquantum, also called Squanto was a Wampanoag man who had actually been kidnapped in those raids many years previously and was sold into slavery in Europe. And he lived in England for like five years before escaping and finding passage back to the Americas. Whoa. That's okay. So I remember the word, I remember the name Squanto mm-hmm. from the stories that Squanto was the one who was like the person like on the indigenous people's side. Yeah, but this I know is one of the... Wrong. 
this is one of the, again, a part of the sanitizing of the story that we were told in elementary school is because they would say that Squanto was the was the one who was kind of like the emissary between the two groups, right? He was like the translator. Uh-huh. But they never really said why he could speak English. They were just like, oh, yeah, he'd met other people and he could speak English. But yeah. they were never like, oh, yeah, no, he was kidnapped and lived in Europe for five so, years. Zach, Zach, the real story is he, you know, indigenous to the Americas. And then stuff happened, and then he knew English. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was. Uh, he was living in the area, and then, <laughs> and then he spoke English. And he was really smart, and he knew English. And yada yada yada, yada yada, yada yada yada. And that is true. That um, Tisquantum. I can't. I didn't write Tisquantum. the pronunciation. Tisquantum um, was the one who taught the people at Plymouth Rock about harvesting and planting crops he lived with them for well over a year so the treaty that they brokered provided mutual aid against other indigenous groups in the area the wampanoag people and the people living at the plymouth colony would both protect each other against all of the other indigenous groups in the area Hmm. enemy of my enemy i'm sure that there is some catch here i mean they were probably planning to exterminate all of them anyway and they probably let me guess let me i'm going to predict that they did not honor the deal in some way or another. They honored the deal only until the guy who signed it died. It, it lasted one generation until Osama Quinn died. Th- oh. That's not bad. That's not bad. Well, how long was that? Uh, it was. Don't ask for the questions. Bad. Don't ask for the questions. <laughs> Just it wasn't bad. I it, think it was, it was 40 years. It was. It, oh, even better. It Take was. That, I, I think it's like. The only successful peace treaty in any sense of the word between an indigenous group and English colonizers. I mean, we all know how good they were at, you know, being peaceful. Yeah. English. <laughs> and uh, during this time, the Wampanoag brought gifts to um, the people at Plymouth Rock. Um, as we said, Tisquantum taught them it was perfect timing, too, because it was right during planting season. So if they had been, you know, waited a little bit longer they may have missed planting season and not been successful, but just quantum <laughs> taught them planting and how to care for crops and how to be uh, successful farmers. Some historical sources say that Tisquantum was a traitor to his people. Um, it's rumored that he was actually poisoned by his own people and that's how he died. Uh, he would take what refuge the with the English because the people thought that he was favoring the English people over his own people. They thought that he was using the fact that he knew English to his own advantage and um, not doing deals in good faith, essentially being hmm. like a sellout and a race trader, R- regardless or not uh, of Tisquantum's final fate. He was the one that like, it, it seems like it was really Tisquantum's help and him living with the colonists that helped them survive and be able to be on the land in, in 60. When it comes to the actual like feast of Thanksgiving, uh, like the first Thanksgiving feast, there was a big feast at the end of that harvest season because they were excited that they were, had a bountiful harvest and they, were doing well going into winter. They likely didn't invite any indigenous people to the feast. It, it, it was not a big party where they were all celebrating together. It was just a party at, at the Plymouth Colony. Oral traditions say that the Wampanoag people heard gunshots and cannon fire coming from the colony one night. And so they investigated warily with a group of like 90 men, like, hey, uh, what's going on? And they found that they were not fighting, but rather that they were celebrating. Um, so as a show of peace and a contribution to the Harvest Fest, they returned with five deer that contributed to the feast. And I, I don't know if they did end up eating with them or not. It like wasn't super clear. I hope so. I really do. Yeah. 
Because, like, if you bring me five deer, like, one deer are disgusting, they're called, covered in ticks, but that's a really nice sentiment. <laughs> and I would, I would let you in my home for some deer meat. No, it is a good, uh, good to, to mention that when you eat a deer, you take the skin off so you don't have to worry <laughs> about the ticks. Yeah. <laughs> that makes a lot more sense. <laughs> um and celebratory harvest feasts were well known. I don't think I don't think that anyone's favorite part of the deer is the skin. It's not like chicken. <laughs> mm, deer skin, crispy. I love it. My favorite part of KFC <laughs> is the skin. Mm, it's you the deep fried deer. Oh, covered in crispy deer fur. Deer I love it. Crispy deer skin. Oh, oh god. Crispy deer skin. Crispy deer skin. Now that I'm thinking about it too, they it's probably didn't bring them live deer. They probably brought brought them no, dead no, deer yeah, that were yeah. like the prepared yeah. for eating. Yeah. Yeah. They weren't just like you know leading them on a rope like here. Come on, come on, like leading them with a trail of grain. <laughs> yeah. How would you even catch a deer, man? They're wily. They're hey, fast. man, the indigenous Americans they had fucking nature figured out. All right. That's true. I'm not gonna ask That's questions. True. Uh, and celebratory harvests were well known to local populations, especially the Wampanoag people. The like regular celebration harvests and thankfulness harvests are practiced wildly in a lot of different indigenous groups, but especially groups in the Northeast Woodlands, which is what is now the Northeast America and some of the Midwest and some of Canada. But spiritual, spiritual practices of reciprocity and thanking the gifts of the earth are central pillars to the Wampanoag and many indigenous nations, continuing even into the present. In an article... In history.com, uh, a Mashpee Wampanoag tribal member named Mother Bear said, When I was young, we were taught by our grandparents and great-grandparents to believe that the purpose of life is to be in a state of thanksgiving every day. Yeah. That's kind of nice. And more people should take that on. It's a really nice way to live and to honor the earth and each other, and it's, it's nice. And that's it. That's the story of Thanksgiving in truth. It was a harvest feast where there was a peace treaty between two groups. But to boil it down 40 to years, forty years a piece. But to boil but down, invited. it would be. I mean, it would be chill if there was more than forty years. This is not yeah. really that long. Oh no, it was in a, the grand scheme It was, a, it was a death pack. First person to die it got over. Unfortunately, Chief So and So died. Oh, okay, Jesus oh, I'm sorry. Quinn. So they Whatever. settled it the old Navy way of first guy to die loses. Got yeah, it. Yeah, it, it, it's like, like yeah, exactly. Then we got the treasure. We win. Go America, <laughs> my country. T- But to to understand and boil down the story of Thanksgiving to just those two simple truths of there was a feast and they were together and it was like a nice time is extremely disingenuous to the entire picture of the colonization of America. Uh, I hope they eventually invited them because like they were peaceful for 40 years. I'm hoping that some of those years they were like, hey, buddy, we're genuine at least a little bit. Yeah. Well, was it peaceful or was it just not killing each other? It was just not killing each other. I call that there's peace. A difference. I call that peace. Okay, okay. And it seems Were like the... it was still pretty tense. Yeah. Was it peaceful in that they just weren't killing each other or was it peaceful in that they were actively friends with each other? I, that one feels a little less yeah. likely. Yeah. I hope there was at least some people that were friends with each other. They're like, hey, bud, like, I don't care. And the other side was like, I don't give a shit. Let's hang out and like, you know, go do nature stuff. And This is also just one native like one indigenous group in an area that had a lot uh, uh, multiple groups yeah many groups like not just the wapanoag but there were the pequot and not and just the like, narragansett yeah the there were there's and, many 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 groups all around this region yeah and the, the pequot particularly famous for well i don't want to say famous for but a very important event in their history around this time was when uh the english settlers just 
raided their fort and killed pretty much everybody. That was that was a in, cool in like time. under an hour. It was like one of the worst massacres. What? Yeah. Yeah. Really, really terrible. Jesus fuck. So like just because they were friends with the Wampanoag doesn't mean that they weren't committing massive atrocities. And, to um, all and the immediately other after in the area. Osama Quinn's death, they started stealing more land, committing more atrocities, attempting to assert more control in the region. God damn it, you guys. <laughs> Basically, immediately after, it led to a conflict between the two groups that ended with the killing and capture of thousands of indigenous people in nearby groups and eventually combined with, combined with the rest of the colonization of America with the genocide of millions of people. All in all, 90% of the indigenous population or somewhere around 56 million people have died in the Americas due to genocide and disease from foreign people invading their land. Okay, and maybe so, don't discuss this at Thanksgiving with your family. <laughs> But, it, it, you know, to preach to people that it's about, you know, togetherness and happy fun times and then to never talk about it, especially during this time when it's like the, at the forefront of people's minds, it's kind of fucked up. And it's a, a lot of indigenous people yes. don't celebrate Thanksgiving at all because they see it as a celebration of the death of their people. Yeah, that's valid. 100%. Not taking that away from them. That's fucked up. And so what can you do? Well, what you can do, you can do is recognize that it happened. Bo, talk about it. <laughs> no. Uh, and say, you know, we don't want to celebrate that history. It. We don't want to celebrate yeah. that history. Instead, we want to celebrate what people would want to celebrate, like uh, what we talked about earlier, which is being in a state of thankfulness every day for being able to have plentiful food and being able to live on this land, even though we recognize that it was not freely given and uh, you know hang out with your family and and give thanks um while recognizing that it is kind of sad uh, happy another thanksgiving. happy thanksgiving <laughs> it's a little bit sad thanksgiving is one of those things where it's like it's it's a little sad well it is one of those things that took took on a mind of its own though i assume after a while because yeah so the it's reason it's not really about that anymore it's not really about no. the first harvest feast and no. all that stuff it's like just about being isn't thankful, really about jesus like, anymore Exactly. exactly. It's being yeah. about thankful of what you accomplished in the year and what your family and all that stuff because it's you know the, the end of the year's coming and you can and, you know Christmas is right there so they had to shove something right between it. Well, so Thanksgiving. Well, how much do you talk about Jesus on Christmas? That's the first thing we do when we walk in the house. Yeah. Jesus. Go, Merry Christmas and thank you Jesus. That sounds like it's the second thing then. Listen. Oh yeah, so you first said Merry Christmas and then you said thank you Jesus. Yeah, but my, yeah. You know, my you know my thought first thought is Jesus. When I wake mm. up in the morning I go Jesus. I thought it was King Henry VIII of the Turkey Lake. No, that's before I go to bed. <laughs> oh, okay. But, yeah. Open your eyes to Jesus and close your eyes to Turkey. That's how I live my life, fucking life. Like, oh, okay, I'm the weird one. Okay, guys, whatever. I also found out a wild fucking fact today while I was doing this research, which is that we're going back to Bummer Town a little bit. I'm sorry. Um, Yay. <laughs> Yay. No. So many no. people <laughs> died during this time. And uh, according to an article published in Science Direct in 2018, so many people died that it affected the Earth's climate because the Dude. loss of the populations in the Americas led to vast amounts of land to become unattended, which caused more CO2 to be drawn from the atmosphere, which caused a overall cooling of the planet, also referred to as a little ice age. Interesting. Isn't that what happened with uh, Genghis Khan, too? Oh, is it? Well, uh, one one of the one of the people, I think it might have been Genghis Khan. He killed so many fucking people during his time that I think the same thing happened. That's crazy. Which is, that's fucking nuts, dude. Yeah, that's kind of fucked up. That's a crazy. But also, the Earth is really hot right now. Well, it's not right now. This was a while ago, Andrew. 
Yeah, but like right now, though, like this is the hottest summer we've ever had on record. I'm sorry. What exactly are you suggesting? Andrew? I'm not saying anything you're not thinking. <laughs> it would be super chill if like a Jesus, couple million so people died. Maybe not, not die. Maybe just like one on vacation to, to Mars. To the ground. <laughs> oh my God, you guys. <laughs> Hey, it's overpopulated as fuck out here, man. You have to be very Things specific about which people you think should be going to the ground. Just a randomized, like, ran- like random like, number generator. Draw, draw out of a hat, and then boom. Damn. Yeah. Anyone with Old a net worth style. of... Uh, <laughs> anyone with <laughs> over a billion style. dollars. And, like, you know, you know, like, people who, who claim to not like Milano cookies. Oh, damn. Oh yeah. Bo, That's get ready. Say goodbye to your kids. Oh, oh, the okay. people in Bo, Bo yelled at me because I told him I was eating Milano. No, cookies. don't say I fucking like yell. I didn't yell. He at you. No, he just went. Ugh, they're gross. Man. <laughs> yeah, that's screaming that, that like <laughs> Okay, okay. Oh, I again because this goes take it after Bo. Okay. Oh my god, that's me. So massive bummer aside, we're gonna make a hard pivot. We're gonna do a rough pivot. I'm real sorry it's gonna be rough. We're just gonna make a really hard pivot, and we're gonna rip the bandaid off, and we're gonna talk about, and we're gonna talk about food. So the, one of the questions that comes up when you're thinking about the history of Thanksgiving is what food were they eating at the first Thanksgiving? And since we're talking about the event that stemmed the American understanding of Thanksgiving, we're going to talk a little bit about, about what foods were available to them at the time. So they had venison since they were provided with venison. Without the skin. Without the skin. They did a big yep. wildfowl hunt. So this was probably geese and ducks and maybe turkey if they were around. About ticks? They're, did they have, they they have ticks? Yeah, they had ticks in the turkey. Uh, I, I did learn in the last episode that the uh, turkeys were indigenous to the Americas. So yes, mm-hmm. turkeys are from the Americas. I think so Bo told me that fact around. in the last one. What a sh- what a shit bird to have <laughs> like as our bird. You know what's wrong with turkey? You know, oh my God. No, but look at look at turkey and go. That's a f- cool fucking bird. Oh, I think so. Yeah, no. And the that's exactly are what so Zach cool. would say. Okay, you just so did the perfect Zach impression. When's the last time you actually saw a wild turkey in person? Um, because a, they're a year, really a year ago. Actually, they're really great birds. We see them every once in a while here, and it's always a special occasion because they've I, got when, that cool when feather I was in, in front. When I was in NorCal, there were so many birds. I wanted to go park in a parking lot because we used to go get drink drunk at, the, at a golf cart, a golf cart, golf course bar. And the first He's time I now. noticed. I noticed um, turkeys and I just found out like, oh yeah, they're just like everywhere in Northern California. And then like they were, but they were looking at me and they were in a group together and I didn't trust them. I didn't fucking trust them. Any, oh, you, any you shouldn't. Moment, you could, shouldn't. Yeah. I, like, no, you really golfing. shouldn't. They're, they're, and they were hogging the greens on the golf course and you know how fucking taboo that is. They walked yeah. over my line. Andrew knows. Those sons of... No and the turkeys at this time probably looked a lot different than the, than the turkeys you're imagining now. They were much yeah. leaner, much smaller. Not... I don't All know. Boob. Some of those tar- some of those toms can get fucking huge, man. The males are called toms. Oh, the, so the last time I saw a wild turkey, I was at Bevmo. Wild turkey to drink oh, to alcohol. Okay. Oh. oh my that, god, that took, that took oh a minute. Oh my god. I'm like, okay. And what happened? <laughs> yeah, I was the in people... Bevmo, and there was a bunch of wild turkeys running around. It was fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> You were walking out Bethmo and you're like, oh, fuck, there's turkeys everywhere. And then you dropped your bottle and then they drank it and they got drunk. It's like, everyone scatter. Next people on the list, the people who make bad jokes and people who defend turkeys. (laughs) All of us. (laughs) I'll defend turkeys. I think turkeys are cool. I didn't expect the turkey hate. I always thought they were fine. I think turkeys are fine. I mean, the Franklin Franklin is on record saying that the turkey should be the American... Uh, like mascot animal instead of the bald eagle, and I think he was onto something because no, bald eagles are awful. 
Well, yeah, turkeys are more American if you think of like the style of America, you know, especially the turkeys that we have now that are completely plump and overfed. And <laughs> the domesticated like, turkeys, just like yeah, I mean, well, essentially, American. we're all just a bunch of domesticated turkeys right now. <laughs> the, actually, my but favorite, like, my favorite turkeys, turkeys the part, make the turkey a cooler noise than well, that's true, but they still suck. <laughs> Your what, what favorite turkey, Bill? The one that gets pardoned. Oh, that gets oh, pardoned. The pardoned one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Pardoned can a couple we, turkeys we, every year. Commits, commits a lot of crimes and goes, I'm, oh, I'm up for pardon. Come on, Biden, pick me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Help me out. Ba- back to Thanksgiving foods. Uh, venison, wildfowl, they would have definitely had main, main, maize, beans, and squash, also known as the Three Sisters. The Three Sisters oh. is a companion planting technique that's often attributed to Northeastern woodland tribes, especially the Iroquois Confederacy. But the name Three Sisters comes from an Iroquois legend, which is that the corn, beans, and squash are all inseparable sisters that were given to the people by the Great Spirit. Huh. It's a really big horticulture tradition in a lot of different uh, indigenous groups. And it's a planting technique that's still in use today for obvious reasons, because it maintains high yields. It promotes healthy soil. It suppresses weeds. It attracts pollinators. It promotes genetic diversity. It doesn't uh, require a lower water input. It uh, all without pesticides or fertilizers this technique's been in employment for hundreds of years and they would have benefited from benefited from it at this time it's a practice going really far back yeah the crops complement each other in a variety of ways so the maize provides stalks that allows the beans to grow so the beans use the maize stalks as maize's corn as bean poles which lets them grow tall Uh, the beans make the soil rich in nitrates which is good for the growth of all of the plants And the squash is extremely leafy and low to the ground. It provides ground cover, which keeps the soil moisturized, and it protects it from animals and pests with its spiky leaves. That's fucking... Who the... How how are you figuring that that. shit out? Really good at growing plants. Well, then again, like back then, they didn't have the distractions we have now you know there's no internet to run your brain over and over and over yeah. and over and then they're like what if i just did it this way holy fuck this is great it is generations yeah. of knowledge culminating and i feel like uh, yeah and i feel like the early days of agriculture and horticulture and whatever there's probably a healthy amount of trial and error <laughs> yeah hundreds of years of failure and then like oh damn three sisters all the way and uh, another good thing about the three sisters is that they each provide a really important component of a healthy diet. So corn provides carbs, beans supply protein, and squash are rich in vitamins. I like that. I've never had like a, a, a three sisters casserole before at Thanksgiving. I might actually try that this year. That would be rad. Yeah. You should do that and tell me how it goes. I will. I'm going to cover it in ranch dressing. <laughs> mm, America. Um, another good thing about the three sisters is because they're all from a different crop family, they're susceptible to different diseases and different pests. So they're more resilient. Uh, than monoculture so if you were to plant all of the same crop and you get like a weevil that you know eats it you're gonna lose literally all of your crops but because the three crops are all susceptible to different things and they are kind of interspersed with each other it helps to protect the plants and makes them makes them more resilient it also helps with diversity like genetic diversity and keeping the plants themselves nutritious and strong the nice that's fucking awesome dude yeah, That's it's fucking ra- awesome. It's one of my favorite things to talk about is like the Three Sisters horticulture just because it's so rad and it works so well and it looks really cool. <laughs> I know that's uh, dumb, but like the way that the gardens are laid out and like the plots and the way that the plants interact with each other is fucking rad. It seems like it would look cooler than a old timey turkey. But what do you think? I don't know. Fuck 
<laughs> Fuck. Just hates turkeys. Turkeys, dude. Uh, the people living at Plymouth Colony also probably would have had uh, cabots and carriage. Uh, cabots and cabbage and carrots and maybe peas. Oh my god, I was trying to figure out what you were trying to say. I was like, cabbage? Like, cabot, cabot the cheese? Like, that's a brand. Carrots. Cabbage. Hey, hey, wait, hold on. Remember that one time that Bo was like, we, we, all, we only make fun of Bo whenever he mis- says things. Things. Okay, well, no, 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 no. That's different. We're all thinking, what, what is that? You make fun of me because like, you know what I was trying to say. That's different. So don't, don't okay. try to Oh, so then well, I was going to say we could make fun of Ash right now to I make also feel say better, things, but now I'm not I say things to. wrong all the time. <laughs> yeah, I know. But that, I mean, that was different. Right? Cause we're all like on the edge of our seat. Like, what is this food that she's going to say? <laughs> it's between what I do. So. <laughs> I, really, I really was on the edge of my seat on that one. Right? <laughs> the double C's mm, got cabots me. And carriage. Um, they would have had all of that that they brought over from Europe. Fun fact. Here's a fun fact that you can bring to your, your family gathering. If you, if you remember nothing else or bring nothing else up, here's a good one. Fun fact. Cabbage, kohlrabi, broccoli, kale, cauliflower, Brussels sprouts, collard greens, and gylon are all varieties of the same plant. Really? They're all a different variations or varieties of a wild mustard plant called Brassica olerica. Is that how you say it, Zach? I think it's alacera. Ola- oh, alacera. Brassica alacera? Ol- I don't know. I don't know. Some plants... Um. But so different different parts of the plant are emphasized to get all of the different varieties. So like broccoli comes from the leaves and Brussels sprouts come from the uh, seed buds or the stem buds. Kale comes from the, the stems, you know, like. Brassica oleracea. Oleracea. Did you hear that? Brassica oleracea. Yes. Does that pick up on my microphone? Brassica oleracea. <laughs> Uh, so bring that to your fun fact. All of those fun, all of those that I said, cabbage, kohlrabi, broccoli, kale, cauliflower, Brussels sprouts, collard greens, and gylon are all the same plant. I don't know what gylon is. It's when you misspell your friend Dylan's name. <laughs> it, I don't know how to, pre- I don't know how to spell it. Oh, Chinese broccoli. It, yeah. Oh it, yeah. Okay. I can see what that is. It looks like, uh, it's looks a leafy like, green. uh, yeah, it looks like, um, uh, it looks like, um, Wow, okay, cool. Fuck me. What's the word? <laughs> bok choy. It looks like bok choy. <laughs> In addition, they also would have been eating um, fish and mussels and shellfish. It may have been too late Ooh, in the year yeah. for some of these, but no doubtedly they were right on the sea, especially mussels. Um, sea life probably made an appearance on their plates at this time. Dude, I love me some mussels. They're so good. Can I... Can I... Can I bust in with a fact, with a fun fact about um, shell middens? No, no, what? this is not your episode. This is not, this is not your episode. Shell no. mittens? It's not, it's not his episode. Don't, don't allow him because then he'll make a habit out of it. He's I'm like a tick. It. As soon as you let him in your home, he'll start oh eating God. all of your. We live together. I'm allowing like, it. You, don't feed a stray cat because then I'll never leave. That's what Zach is with knowledge. <laughs> a stray cat. <laughs> okay, so a midden is a midden a really is an archaeological term. It actually is a really good one, but I'm just going to bust in with this one because it's a fact that I like. Is a, a midden is M-I-D-D-E-N. is basically an archaeological term for a really big trash pile. And so shell middens are these gigantic piles of shell that are food waste. And they go back hundreds of years, a thousand years. Um, you can find them all along the coast of the U.S. Um, from like the native groups and, you know, colonizers and everything like that. Um, eat the shells, put them in a big pile near the coast. Um, but the interesting thing about that is that they would also throw away lots of other trash um, in the shell middens. And 
some of our only organic preservation from this time period is in these shell middens because the soil on the East Coast is very acidic. It dissolves wood, bone, any sort of any sort of organic material that gets buried in there. So um, it's a for big future blind, It's a big blind spot in archaeology is this sort of like organic preservation on the on the East Coast because the soil is so acidic. But r- the rotting um, the rotting shells are are basic. And it cancels out the acidity of the soil and yeah, it allows say, for uh, yeah, but, an environment that's really good for the preservation of organic material. And so um, we get a lot more like bones from other animals, like wood artifacts, sometimes, I think sometimes cloth and rope in places where they wouldn't otherwise be found. And I think that that's really interesting. Okay, I'm done. That was great. That was cool. Thank you for that fun fact. Another fun fact that you good can Good job, bring. Stray Cat. They also... Row! <laughs> <laughs> If they were learning from Tisquantum, he probably showed them how to harvest nuts and berries and fruits. It was a little later in the season, so I don't know that these would have been available for eating. Maybe they were dried. Maybe, especially there's a bunch of chestnuts. Uh, The Northeast was lousy with chestnuts. Some things that you may notice are missing from this list. Potatoes. No potatoes of any kind. Potatoes do come from the Americas, but they were in South America, and they had actually made their way out of South America by this time, but they hadn't made their way back to this area of North America. Do you think that it was in North America at all, apart from like Mexico area, or was it slowly creeping? I don't know about the specific of the timing. I do imagine it was in the Southwest. All right. Because they had really extensive trade networks. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah, I could see that. I don't know. I don't know for sure. I don't know for sure. But my guess is that, yes, there would be potatoes uh, in the Southwest. Um, Also, notably, you will see that there's no dessert. They didn't have any sugar, (laughs) so there was no dessert. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, where was their their stupid, what's that thing with the marshmallows on top of it that I I hate? Sweet Sweet potato potato casserole? casserole? Sweet potato casserole. Yeah, like where they did, obviously, you just said they didn't have potatoes, which I assume... Also meant sweet potatoes. No sweet or white potatoes. No red potatoes. No types of potatoes. Did they have have Milano cookies? No Milano cookies. No sugar. They did not. No flour. Hey, you calm down. (laughs) Uh, They would have had some refined sugar. Son of a bitch. (laughs) But they had depleted it all by this time. So they had brought over some sugar, but they didn't have any left. And there was no sugar in this area in North you know they ate that shit real quick, and then they're like, "Oh no, we're out of sugar! No! Our sugar, we can't have our pies. We have to eat vegetables now. Gross." Um, they probably would have had pumpkin. Pumpkin was one of the squash varieties uh, mm. that was available at this time. And ah, so um, my grandma was around there making pumpkin. Yeah, Bo's grandma was from the <laughs> was lying uh, about pumpkins time. all the way back in 1621. She was very old. And the corn was prepared in a specific way where it was mashed up, and it was more like a porridge. Uh, so it wasn't like corn on the cob, but it was more like uh, a hard base that. of corn. I would like, like cream that. corn like, situation. Well, I mean, no cream because they didn't have cream. Smushed corn. Oh yeah, good point. No animals corn to paste. make milk. Mashed corn, corn. hummus. Essentially, mashed. it's corn hummus. Mashed. Oh, corn. is it kind of like the kind of like the masa inside a tamale? Masa. Huh? Uh, a little bit. Yeah, it's like it's like a mashed corn dish. What if I showed up to Thanksgiving? We're having a friendsgiving this year. What if I showed up there with just a bowl of mashed up corn? I mean, like, this is a historically accurate. I think that you should do an all American food, like foods like that true. come from the Americas. The first, yeah. the first, first Thanksgiving feast 
what they ate. And it's going to be horribly under-seasoned, everything. It's going to be awful. Oh, yeah. No, you can just use spices that aren't salt and pepper. Nutmeg. There's plenty of different spices that you can use. Chestnuts? Did you say they're lousy with chestnuts? There was chestnuts. Uh, corn. I was just going to bring a bucket of chestnuts. Corn, beans, and squash. Geese, duck, turkey, venison. Like, you know, plums, berries, nuts. Fish, shellfish. Cabbage. Not cabbage. No cabbage. Cabbage is from the east. I think a bunch of people are allergic to shellfish at the place I'm going to, so I should bring shellfish, okay, shellfish, don't, don't and do be that. a selfish, 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 shellfish guy. Get the fuck out. Get <laughs> the fuck out. I'm going to eat it in front first, of him. First, your wild turkey joke, now this. Get the fuck out. Try to say that. Sel- selfish, shellfish. That, that was hard. You're selfish, done shellfish. You're done today. Selfish, no. sh- selfish, shellfish. Selfish, shellfish. Say it five times fast. Go. Selfish shellfish, selfish shellfish, selfish shellfish, selfish shellfish, selfish shellfish, selfish and that's the shellfish isn't a word. Selfish shellfish, selfish shellfish. Bo, you're up. Go. Maybe maybe this is like a reverse thing where Bo can't like speak normally sometimes, but if we tell him to say something complicated, he's got it in his fucking mind. Bo. Oh yeah, I believe it. Bo, go. I'm not. No, I'm not even gonna indulge this. What if I give you five dollars? Selfish, selfish, selfish. <laughs> Venmo in the way. Wait, I thought you um, said you were banned from Venmo. No, I you got was. It back. Yeah, I got it back. Oh, okay. Not illegal stuff. Bo was banned from Philly people, and Bo was banned from Venmo once. And now, I'm obviously, we eat. Going back to Thanksgiving. I thought you said Philly. I was like, wait, Bo was banned from Philly, he was too? banned from the entire city of Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah. Gross yeah. and dirty people there. Especially on Thanksgiving. Going uh-huh. back to Thanksgiving, we obviously eat a really wide variety of foods now. But so why do we celebrate Thanksgiving like now? Like, why is it a national holiday? Um, We all like know the story that we were told, but like what happened to actually make Thanksgiving a national holiday? So after the colonial times, um, there was an unfortunate tradition of using the word Thanksgiving to commemorate in feast form celebrations or victories, heavy quotes on victory of the quote-unquote american people against indigenous people so like after major battles or after they got land or they would celebrate with feasts and call them thanksgivings um oh those fuckers then it transitioned Mm -hmm. into as like a general way to use to, to to call a celebration of good fortune or bounty um like so just celebratory feasts in general started becoming called uh thanksgivings their specific presidents would declare a day of thanksgivings they weren't always on the same day and some they weren't always in the same month um but some years they would say we're having a thanksgiving on this day um but here's a little question for you which president declared thanksgiving a national holiday george washington john adams or abraham lincoln so you said some presidents changed the day so obviously it's not george washington because he was numero uno I think it was Abraham. It's got to be. It's got to be Abe. Abe did some good shit. Good old Abe. It was good old Abe. Uh, On October third, tall ass wrestling ass motherfucker. Eighteen (laughs) sixty-three. After the Union victory at Gettysburg, President Lincoln proclaimed that November twenty-sixth would be National Thanksgiving Day, and it would be. It should be observed every year on the fourth Thursday of November. But the real story behind that it doesn't lie with Abraham Lincoln. Uh, it lies with a woman named Sarah Josepha Hale. Most of the credit of the establishment of an annual Thanksgiving holiday has to be given to Sarah uh, because she lobbied for over 30 years 
that Thanksgiving should be a national holiday. <laughs> so why, she, why? What was her reasoning? So Sarah Hale. She just loved having dinner in, was, in November. <laughs> A prominent writer and editor. Uh, she was also the original writer of the poem Mary Had a Little Lamb. What? She uh, was... Fucking royalty. <laughs> yeah, really good. Um, Everyone knows that. She was that's a, pro- like a... That's a fucking banger. Yeah, it's a banger. She was a prolific writer. She, she wrote a lot of things. She was really... Uh, she published a lot of articles specifically regarding advocacy for women's education, um, raising funds to construct national monuments. She was uh, really like history and she grew up. Apparently there were regional areas that would regularly celebrate an annual ho- Thanksgiving holiday, like a bounty holiday. And she really enjoyed that aspect of her upbringing. She, it was a fall tradition that was popular in parts of the nation that she would often write about and say, uh, to speak to the benefits of a day, a spe- specific fixed day that you should be giving thanks. Uh, she thought that it was a unifying measure that could help smooth over tensions between the northern and southern parts of the country um and she just generally believed that it would be a good thing for america to do she didn't like invent the idea of it obviously because as we said you know feasts of thanks are a popular thing all over the place but she just really nope. liked them and thought that never we should be doing them her. in america never happened before her it was it was party planning to the nth degree <laughs> she was <laughs> she was really trying to end the civil war with turkey with eating food together she was um, trying to do her own Friendsgiving. That was the origin of Friendsgiving. Essentially, yeah, that's it. <laughs> and by 1854, more than 30 states and U.S. territories had Thanksgiving celebrations on the books. But it, it was not a national holiday until Abraham Lincoln in 1863. He, she wrote him yet another letter. And apparently at that time, he, I don't know if he was like already thinking that it should be or this pushed him over the edge or what, but. He agreed, and Thanksgiving was set on the day that we know. And then we started getting crazy with it. And, you know, commodity, and we have a lot of things available to us, so we started making crazy stuff. I started putting marshmallows on stuff. Yeah, you gotta calm down with that. What, what's y'all's favorite Thanksgiving food? What a transition. Um, I don't like food. <laughs> that's the boldest face lie that I ever heard. The boldest face lie? But yeah, that's what, that's what she said. <laughs> I'm a pumpkin pie guy. That was a callback. I'll fuck up any pumpkin pie that I see. Uh, my like, mom makes a really it? great pumpkin pie. Uh, I will He's no, punched fuck so it up many as pies. Eat it all, fight it all with his time. mouth. Uh, mom, if you're listening to this, I love your pumpkin pie. I'm excited to come home and have some pumpkin pie. Your mom pie. makes good food all around. It's always Hey, Zach's good. mom, if you're listening to this, please do not make any pumpkin pie this year. None. <laughs> it's the best part of Thanksgiving for me is the pumpkin pie. The other thing that I love about Thanksgiving is when I was a kid is when I was a kid and uh they they would we would have sparkling cider. Oh Ooh, yeah. To, the to uh, Martinelli's action? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Martinelli's. That is that's interesting that you say that because I think everyone drinks that. I've gotta, not met a single person who fancy. hasn't drink that at Thanksgiving. I still like it, even though I'm a full adult. Like, I could be drinking champagne, I mean, but like, just a lot of the time, I'm just like, give delicious. me that grape juice, baby. Yeah, it's <laughs> apples and grapes, and it's yummy, yummy. The, um, yeah. Mine is like it, real stuffing. Like, not, mm. I mean, don't get me wrong. The box stuff is fine. I'll eat it. You a fan of sausage in your stuffing? But, um, yeah, I'll take yeah. it. I'll, I'll take, the, there was one time our sister Alex invited me to a Thanksgiving at her friend's house or her house. So it was all her friends were together and she invited me out there and she, our sister Alex, if you don't know her, she's fucking nuts, bro. 
she cooks like a goddamn champion also for an every amazing cook, fucking yeah. meal. So I remember I walked into the house and there was just trays of bread everywhere. Like they were cut up in cubes and they're all different kinds of bread. She does and make she good was, stuffing. She, she, they were just sitting around the house and I was like, what's happening? And she's like, oh, I'm waiting for these to go stale so I could do something with them. And then we make a stuffing with them. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, you're not making it out of a box and take 10 minutes. She's like, no, this is taking me like a week already. And it was like, she was so good. It was, yeah. So Alex, that stuffing is good. I like stuffing. Stuffing is tasty. Yum. I'm a big fan of potatoes. Potatoes are always my favorite part of any meal. Mashed potatoes, cheesy potatoes, potatoes yeah. gratin, just like any variety or prepared potato is going to be my favorite. It's so good. Yeah. Potatoes is very much on par with the stuffing in my world as well. It's so good. Bo? Bo, don't yeah. lie to us. Well, now I'm going to. Um, don't tell me what to do. No, I'm a, I'm a big mashed potato and gravy guy, but I'm also, we're also one of the few people. I don't want to say few people. Why do I say few people? I'm not a few, few people. Whatever. Shut up. Shut the fuck up. Shut, don't listen to me. Anyway, um, <laughs> I'm also like, we do ham and I'm a big ham guy. I, Give me a honey. I love Give ham. Honey. Mm-hmm. And then I get the rolls and I make little sliders. So oh, I yeah. put, the, oh, I put yeah. one slider, yeah. ham, Good call. and I slap the mashed potatoes and gravy on that. And it's a mashed potato ham sandwich. Like, yeah, like turkey's fine, but ham is great. I love ham. I if someone ham was just, like, I ham like yeah. would you prefer ham or would you prefer turkey? I would pick ham every time. Ham, ham every time. Day so and night. Did, uh, do you guys like green bean casserole? Because I do. No, it's, no, I don't. I'm, I'm not ashamed either. to admit you gotta it. you got to put the crispy like, onions on it. The crispy onions? The crispy onions. The crispy onions. I don't usually like green bean. I know it's a hot button issue. I usually don't like green bean casserole, but I do like green bean dishes like i love green beans again our sister one year she made really good like it was like green beans and onions sauteed with some like i think it was like probably like a little bit of white wine and like butter oh man so good. oh yeah that's fucking great but like the traditional here's a nah. here's a bunch of canned green beans that have been probably yeah. canned for the last seven years throw it into a thing with some campbell's cream of mushroom soup and just nah. throw it in the oven and see what cream happens. Of and mushroom soup? Is cream of mushroom soup. And I don't know who the fuck thought this thing up. Weirdly, I like it, but it shouldn't exist. It's an abomination. I'm still going to eat it, though. Yeah. One year, Zach's mom made twice-baked sweet potatoes. And so oh. she, like, baked the sweet potatoes and then, like, hollowed them out and then mixed the She's filling. She's like, this ain't enough. And she threw it back in there. And mixed the filling with, I think it was, like, goat cheese and shallots. That maybe there was nuts. The hell? And then you put know, it... What? And then put it back and then bake them again. Oh, they were so good. What kind of fancy shit is this? We're all fancy. Really good. Yeah, so our family good. ate everything out of a box. That's not true. That's not true. The at mashed all. potatoes were that shit that it's like powdered. You mix with water and our, then it becomes mashed potatoes. Not, not from our mom. She would never make box mashed potatoes. Someone in our family used to do that. It was our And glad, it really I'm, made us I'm really sick. I'm glad you're there to Ash to call him out on his lies. <laughs> <laughs> Don't eat those, people. Don't eat those. Your mom doesn't get a like mashed potato soup. I don't think that Ash could have become as much of a potato aficionado, a potato. Yeah. uh, A tater, a tater tater tot. Yeah. A tater head, a tater tot. If, if your if your mom was the box mashed potato type. No, No, our mom's a good cook. She makes good 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 food. It was our aunt. I was just making, I was making a goof. I was making a goof. Mm, Sounds like you were telling a lie. You lying about what? (laughs) Wait, I was telling a lie about goofing or I was goofing about telling a lie. You're you, you, you were you telling a lie, a lie and, and, and then goofing. said it was a goof. No, someone in our family did do that, but it was not our mother. Oh, no, you're a liar. Okay, it was Andrew's both. a liar. We're moving on. Um, it was both. <laughs> cool. I mean, there's nothing really else uh, to move on to. That's, uh, you know, the history of Thanksgiving. Um, 
What's your first Thanksgiving memory? Food. I, I don't think I can answer Food? that. Uh-uh. <laughs> when I was in, uh, when I was in like first or second grade. How do you remember this in shit? In school. Uh, in school. You they, even know the location. They, how is, what? I, how do you, you, your brain it's a is school memory. Of course it happened in school. Dude, I don't I just, remember school at all. Like, period. <laughs> well, obviously, if it was something, something that happened in first but... I just remember being in elementary school and they were like, everyone go around and write down. Everyone go, well, no, because like preschool is older. Oh my God. I don't remember anything about preschool except that there's this table that they filled with dish soap. No, preschool is a daycare. It's not school. It's It's preschool. It's a daycare. It's not, it's not, it's not. Okay. Well, so I was in elementary school and they told everybody in the class to write down what you were most thankful for, for Thanksgiving. And I just remember everyone going around the room and reading theirs afterwards. And they were like, I'm thankful for my grandpa. I'm thankful oh, for no. like something great. Say? And I wrote, I'm thankful for Transformers. I knew it. <laughs> yeah, there it is. It all comes full you have a transformer on your desk in front of you right now, don't you? I have several. <laughs> Heads up. Still thankful for Transformers. Still thankful for Transformers. I, there was the only... the uh, the. Uh, a couple yep, of yep, years. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> yeah, right. Previous, uh, a couple mm-hmm. years after that, when I was in like third or fourth grade, we did the same thing. And a few weeks earlier, I had almost flipped my dad's lawnmower onto myself. Oh my god! When I was mowing the lawn, uh, I went like at an angle, like on, on an incline. It, it was a it push lawn mower too. No, it was a riding mower. I was trying I almost to make the story more. How old were you? Eight or nine. No, I <laughs> And I said I was thankful that I didn't get killed by the lawnmower. The yeah. Times were different in Connecticut back then. You and can the just do whatever you wanted. Should this be bleep from the episode? Is no, this going to get my this. parents investigated? You're an adult I'm pretty sure I wanted to be do driving crimes it. against you children have statute of limitations? Because we could totally yeah. get this going. <laughs> Here, well, here's well, a question. I do remember when my dad got the ride on a mower. I really wanted to like ride on and like mow the lawn, but my feet, so couldn't, my foot couldn't reach the like pedal. Wait, so, so did you write that you you until... you were ha- you were thankful that you didn't get killed by a lawnmower? Yeah, that's a good thing to be thankful for. Okay, like, yeah, that's yeah, that's valid. Yeah, so that was actually I, I only remember that because I felt proud that I had thought of something good to be thankful I for. I did. <laughs> I survived. I didn't die. Here's a question for y'all: When good you job. do Thanksgiving meals. Are you a like put everything out in the kitchen and do it buffet style and then go sit down type of family? Are you a everybody sits at a table and like passes around things and and everything is on the table type of family? Buffet style, the latter. Everything's on the everything's everything's in the kitchen. You hungry? Food's up. Come get it. That's how we would do it growing up. I, I you know I, that's how we did do it growing up. But this last Thanksgiving we actually hosted a Thanksgiving and I put everything out on the table and it was awesome. Because we were just like, we just wrong either way. Yeah, we're just slopping away. Just remember that really nice Thanksgiving that we had at your at your apartment at like, yeah. It it was the first time either of us had seen anyone since COVID started, and we like hung out in your apartment and had ate a lot of food. (laughs) We ate so much fucking food, and then we had to get COVID tests to re-enter. Oh yeah, I remember that. And that was like when getting COVID tests was like a whole process. Like you couldn't just yeah. go to CVS. We had like to you go had through, to fucking call somebody. We had, no, we had to go through a drive-through line at the at like a like a setup like tent center behind the university, and they did it while we were in the car. <laughs> you trying yeah. to figure out if you're going home or not. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. That was fun. And my tiny little yeah. apartment, but we had a good time. Yeah, 
It was good. So, well, then what, like, I know we're, we're, we're at the hour mark here. What is, what is everyone like thankful for just in general? Like, tell us about Transformers. Now, now's braggadocious time. What are you thankful <laughs> for either about your own accomplishments or stuff that's happening in your life or just shit you're thankful for? We bought a house this year and I'm extremely thankful that we were privileged enough to, for that to happen. Uh, it's been really awesome to have that's a that house that we money. own. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and we live close to family now, which is really nice. Haven't lived close to family in a really yeah. long time. So it's nice to be able to see your family a lot. Yeah, that's pretty much exactly what I was going to say. So yeah, we, uh, we know that's exactly what it did on me. Oh, apart from Transformers. Yeah. Part, and Transformers. also still Transformers. <laughs> yeah. And always for my cats, because I love my cats more than I love life. Or kitty. Um, yeah, nothing, nothing's going on right now. <laughs> so maybe, maybe next year, ask me. You're not even thankful for this podcast? Uh, I get made fun of on it. What? Yeah, you also get to make fun of us. You just I, did but yell but at us, though, at the beginning of this to shut the fuck up a lot, which I think would make you feel that better. That wasn't me. That was my crazy uncle. Oh, that was crazy. That was crazy. <laughs> oh, crazy is uncle that Bew. what the character was? That's <laughs> 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 Uncle Bew. <laughs> Um, I I don't want to get serious here. You got kids. Yeah, yeah. You got, I, your, I, I, your, your daughter I, 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 betrayed I, I, you recently. <laughs> the the people don't know yep. about. She uninvited Bo to a, a soccer party, and now I think he hates her. <laughs> I don't. She's still in a room. Okay, I'm thankful for half my kids. Just kidding, boy. You're included too. Oh, He's gonna listen this one day and just She's fucking really murder you. Oh, oh, oh that, uh, uh, the the lady I live with. She put the podcast on when picking up from school one day. So he actually might one day. <laughs> this is not a podcast for children. Don't let your children listen to this podcast. He's 11. He needs to learn. Jeez. He, he, lives with Bo. he lives with Bo. Do you think he, he doesn't know things? He, he actually loves the fact that we do. A, I do a podcast because like he wants to try to get into YouTubing because, you know, he's a kid. Hey, so he I'm thankful likes for the, that. So he wants to like, he sees that I'm doing something like similar to that. So he's like, it's giving him motivation to actually pull the trigger to do it and everything you're a good role model huh i'm thankful that bo's son is inspired by bo that's my thanks not yours okay but what's your real answer it, well i'm something my real answer is my kid no no kid. not it's you Andrew. my kid oh oh i take it back my kids suck <laughs> just kidding it's transformers <laughs> transformers more than meets the eye autobots use the power Roll to defer the evil forces oh, yeah, i'm i'm thankful for a lot of things <laughs> my 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 beautiful wife, my two, my two fluffy puppies, my all my friends, my podcast. You love your wife, gay, a uh, gay. Uh, butter chicken curry is. I'm thankful for that because it's fucking great. Uh, uh, Mexican food. I'm just going down food now. It it just always dwindles down to food stuff. <laughs> I uh, think burritos. that I think that that answer is that cheating on Thanksgiving by saying you're thankful for Mexican food. I'll eat Mexican no, food any not. day of the week. I think that it encapsulates what how we should celebrate Thanksgiving these days, which is. To be thankful for the things that we have, be thankful for the land that we live on, be thankful that we are safe and that we have people that we love and that we're able to benefit from a bountiful harvest all of the time. And we should be kind to the earth and we should be kind to each other and uh, go to nativeland.ca and see who lived on your land where you live uh, before you did. Before Manifest Destiny took over and ruined a lot of stuff. And we're still Mm -hmm. doing massive genocide of turkeys right now and I'm all for it. <laughs> There's lots of genocides happening. Keep Listen, the, the, keep, the world that we live in is a nightmare. The keep yeah, them in the ground. It's a scary fucking place, and I hate it, and I hate it, and I'm not thankful for that. And a lot of people don't have a lot to be thankful right now. So the fact that we're sitting here on this podcast, warm in our houses, 
with our talking about what food we're gonna eat that's readily available to us. Um, now she's getting now she's getting preachy. What, 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 I'm recording this outside. I mean, it's 30 degrees. I'm freezing. First okay, well you could go inside. Then we're talking about other people. Oh my God, can we just talk <laughs> well, about the food again? <laughs> well, I mean, we already okay. said what we're thankful for, so we don't have to say what we learned. But like, hopefully, if you're driving to your friends and or family's house for this and listening to this, which would be fucking nuts. You didn't learn good anything by us. I mean, I did learn stuff, but I mainly learned what my friends were thankful for. I think that the big thing that you should bring to your Thanksgiving celebration is uh, knives. Force everyone in your family to Forks. listen to this podcast. Forks. Make everyone listen to the podcast and make them tell their friends to listen to the podcast. And then you all talk about Thanksgiving. And, and then you all talk about how Bo is handsome. Yeah, exactly. No, I am handsome. <laughs> but forks are still important. You can't eat food cleanly without forks. No, you can use your well cleanly. I'm glad you said cleanly. Okay. Yeah. I am going if to regret to say saying this. Like, I know it for sure, but Bo, you took us in. Take us out. Cool. Yeah. One second. Always go. Uncle Boo! <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm back, everybody. He had to crawl out of the really racist basement. <laughs> hope you enjoyed this podcast. Oh, God. Bo, it's bad. It hurts my ears does. really bad. I, I don't like it. <laughs> Can can you can you go get Bo, please? Can you bring Bo back no, and let Bo do the outro? It's kind of like it's kind of like like a more fucked up Randy Savage, and I love it. He's dead. You can't. Oh, I'm the new podcast host. Oh. Hey, how do you feel about Slim Jims? <laughs> oh, I love Slim Jims. Couldn't get that one out right now. Just like he's about to snap into a racist rant at the table. <laughs> okay, Andrew, can you take us out, please? Um, no, he shouldn't. <laughs> I'm here to do it. Now you're, now you're just Randy Savage. Oh yeah. All right, Randy Savage, take us out. Okay, you got me for three minutes of intro. Thank anyway, everyone. Thank, thank you. everyone for thank, listening to the bike. Yeah. Okay, anyway, everyone, thank, thank you. Those voices about to blow out. Thank you, for, thank you for listening to the podcast. I'm not done with them yet. Yes, you are. It's like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Savage. <laughs> anyway, um, Zach, what are our socials? Uh, you can follow us and get dumped on podcast at Instagram.com. Damn it. I Send hate us an you. email to get dumped on pod at gmail.com. Don't do that. That's no, the other way around. It's the other way around. Uh, follow us on Instagram at get dumped on pod. Uh, send us uh, your favorite Thanksgiving emails. Then th- email your favorite Thanksgiving comment. No, your, your favorite, favorite Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving emails. Any email you get on Thanksgiving, send please send emails to get dumped on pod at gmail.com. Get, get dumped on podcast at gmail.com. Get dumped on podcast at gmail.com. God damn it. Well, well, write it on a sticky uh, note and put it on your monitor. They should know by now. Anyway. Anyway, why I'm, aren't uh, they the same? I hate myself. <laughs> Not anyway. thankful for that. Anyway, Ash, thank, I lo- thank you for a great episode, even though half of it was a bummer because, oh no, Europeans and Americans are bad. Whatever. Treaties were great. Ooh, people's lands, we stole them. Whatever. Who cares? We got good food out of it. Anyway, it's like, um, I'm not going to go into the semantics of who stole what. <laughs> but. Thank you for Let's a great, not bicker thankful. and argue about who stole who. <laughs> you know, I'm, thankful, I'm thankful for our host, and I want to say thank you, host. Hey, for thank a great you. Host. And I love thankful all for our ones, and I'm for thankful for Ash. If anything, I'm and thankful for Ash. Thank you. And I'm thankful for, for Ash. the listeners. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Unless you're driving, the listeners. like, round of applause. Thanks for Ash. Yeah. But if you're driving, if you're driving, keep your hands hand, on the wheel. Hand, hands off the wheel. But have somebody give, slap you in the chest. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. If you're driving, if you're driving right now, just go. 
put your hands, get your hands, okay? You're driving right now. Get your hands. All right, you got your hands. All right, now put them, put them on the wind, put them on the, put them on the steering wheel. The ten wind. and two, you know. So ten o'clock and two o'clock. If it's on a clock, except instead translate that to the positions of your hands on the steering wheel. Okay. So you got your hands, you got them on the steering wheel. Didn't you got them you say on ten, 10 and, two. and two isn't safe anymore. And then now they want you to what do, you do, gotta it, do like, What you got to do? You got your hands. You got them on the steering wheel. You got them at ten and two. And now what I want you to do is I want you to take your hands and I want you to just jerk them to the right <laughs> as far as possible. I want. I need. I think it's three and nine now. I got. I got something for you guys to do. I want you guys. If you're driving right now, if you're driving right now, go ahead and use your knees to steer. Use your knees. You know. Now you're driving with your knees. Keep them at. Everyone does keep, it. Get your knees at. At we nine, all are like bored with at, that. At, get those five. knees out, baby. I've the never knees done are that. nine and five. Now take now roll your window down. <laughs> but you should put just... your knees at nine and five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what wow. A weird place. Nine and five. Nine That's and an five. interesting. Okay. <laughs> well, well, let's see. So, no, um, six and eight. Six. No, five and eight. Five and eight. Five and eight. Five and eight. Yeah. Five and eight. So, that's Five and eight. That's even that's weirder. Keep, let's keep. Well, no, it's on the bottom. It's the bottom yeah, half yeah, of the yeah. clock. No, I get it. Yeah, um, yeah. Now take your middle finger out. I want you to flip the car next to you. Just flip them off. <laughs> 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 I was going to say, keep your, keep your hands attended to. Double too. bird. Double bird double for, bird, for Thanksgiving. Bird. It's, that's it's, called the turkey. It's called the turkey. And if, especially if you're, if you're at a red light, too, just keep it there until the light turns green. Just like double bird outside until that light turns green. <laughs> double Stay. bird all the way, no, no, baby. Don't listen to Bo. Don't listen to Bo. Keep your hands attended to. Keep your hands attended to. And then just start slapping your knees together to try and clap. <laughs> Rev your engine like you want to drag. Ow, race. no, ow, that would hurt. That okay, hurts. bash your face into the <laughs> steering wheel. Until the airbag like, pops Into out. the horn, into the horn. <laughs> I'm clapping. Look well, at me yeah, now, so the, That's the car clapping, if you think about it. If, if, well, no, the car clapping would be you opening your door and closing it all like really quick. Like, pop, oh, pop, yeah, pop, do pop. that. So do like, that on the oh, freeway. Yeah. Do, do, that. That do that on the do freeway. <laughs> also, roll down all if your windows. If there's a passenger in your car, and if there's a passenger car, have them do it, too, so that you can be slapping both sides oh, at once. no, 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 I got it, I got it. it. You know when you're driving really fast, and you roll down one window, and then it goes, in your eardrums? Oh, yeah, That's the car clapping, too, technically. Yeah, but also blast this podcast while you're doing that too like yeah or just like yeah and just you're horn honking knee slapping middle fingers up while blasting this podcast i think we've been we'll wrapping just, up for 10 minutes we'll forever be thankful for you all right well happy happy thanksgiving get dumped happy thanksgiving. welcome thanksgiving. to welcome to say goodbye We're okay oh again. my god Ashton Zacker, super smart. They went to college and learned a bunch of stuff. And Bo and Andrew didn't go to college because that's just the way life goes sometimes. What happens when you put them together and you try to make them learn? Grab your friends, let's listen together on Get Dumped On and Info Dump Podcast. <laughs> Do a turkey, do a turkey person. Do a turkey person. Oh, fuck you guys. Fuck you guys. Gobble, 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 gobble. Gobble, 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 I thought it was a turkey, David. I swear to God.